0: Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers are... Now we have definitive reporting that they are having conversations internally about Russell Westbrook and potentially trading him. Uh, This came before we found out that Taylor Horton Tucker tested positive for COVID. uh, And so we're waiting for the blowback from that. And... uh, Anthony Davis is now considered questionable for tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks, which will not feature Luka Doncic. Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report added to yesterday's noise uh, surrounding Ben Simmons. And, you know, we already knew this because if the Lakers were interested in Ben Simmons, uh, the only way they would have enough money to be able to trade for him would have been including one of their big three. You know LeBron isn't getting traded. You know Anthony Davis isn't getting traded. So that leaves Russell Westbrook. So implicitly, we knew that Russell Westbrook was probably involved in some type of trade conversation, Uh, whether that extended beyond the Sixers. Well, that's where it gets kind of interesting. So uh, the Lakers apparently are having internal conversations about him, and they're running into the the exact issue that everybody really saw coming uh, that, hey, Russell Westbrook is making $44.2 million this year he's uh set to make upwards of 47 million dollars next year. So, yeah, moving a contract like that, especially in the season is very difficult. You're talking about one at least one contract that the Lakers probably wouldn't be too thrilled about receiving. Uh and then at least, you know, maybe one or two useful players beyond that. And while Russell Westbrook has been fine this year, I I He's been about what I would have expected of him, uh, though I had very low expectations for him. Uh, the, 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 The fact of the matter is here, very few teams are interested in moving multiple useful players for somebody like Russell Westbrook, especially in the season. You have so many teams that can maybe convince themselves they have a shot at the playoffs this year. You have so many teams convincing themselves that... Well, bottoming out doesn't necessarily do much for you because of the flattened lottery odds. So the the full on just stripped down fire sale rebuilds are kind of sort of they, they feel like a thing of the past. And and the play-in game has opened up the playoffs potentially for, you know, four or five extra teams. Uh, maybe even more than that, if you consider how close some of these seating situations are. So, the yeah, it, it gets very difficult to find a trade like that. And, you know, Ben Simmons is technically an option, but given what we know Daryl Morey has been holding out for all year, that's not somebody who uh, he would be looking to trade for. And on top of that, the Lakers don't have enough number one, uh, you know, first rounders to be able to include in a trade uh, to make Morey think about bringing Westbrook in. If Westbrook is a centerpiece of your trade – offer for Ben Simmons, then you're going to get lapped by the competition, uh, of, of teams who are still very interested. Now, the thing to keep in mind here is Ben Simmons is represented by clutch. We have seen them, uh, limit the, uh, trade pool, uh, down and, and help the Lakers previously. I don't know if we're going to see that again this year, but, you know, that's that's kind of the only thing that if you're really hoping that the Lakers land Ben Simmons this season, that's really your only hope is that he and his representation come out and say the only team that uh, Ben Simmons will play for this year is the Los Angeles Lakers. And I just don't see that happening, given the response to Davis limiting his uh, team pool uh, and how that went over previously before, too couple other things here to keep in mind with Russell Westbrook one when Russ showed up you had all of the fanfare about oh hometown kid this and we finally brought him home that and you know there was even a lot of talk of you know this is somebody who Kobe really saw as you know one of his heir parents so that makes it a lot more difficult uh, to trade Russ when you consider the fact that trading away Russell Westbrook this season is kind of sort of acknowledge- acknowledging, yeah, that was a screw up. That was a that was that was a mess up. And beyond that, even more important than the fact that it was a mess up, and this would be tacit acknowledgement of the mess up. This would also be kind of sort of LeBron acknowledging, yeah, I screwed that up. Because remember, at the time when the Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook, they had a trade put together. Kyle Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell have both said, yeah, they thought they were going to be Kings, uh, Sacramento Kings. And the Lakers decide last second to instead trade for Russell Westbrook. And that is now thoroughly reported at this point as being a LeBron James decision. And I know LeBron is not very much in in the business of acknowledging his own mess ups. So I, I... I do think beyond how difficult it is to trade Russell Westbrook because of all the the, the cap ramifications and the very few, the very low number of teams that might be interested in Westbrook, beyond that, uh, the the hometown kid stuff and the uh, political capital uh, angle of this in the Lakers organization is is also very much at play here. So, look... I don't think things are so dire that you just send this guy out for anything. I, again, I haven't had much issue with the way Russ has played because I paid attention to Russ for the last few years of his of his career. Uh, I would like to see him defend a little bit better. I think that is still very much within his control. And I think the Lakers are still kind of sort of learning how to get him, LeBron, and AD on the same page. They've only played 13 games together. So I, I think... The more likely scenario here is somebody who we're going to talk about here in the next segment, Talon Horton Tucker, getting traded for a wing and seeing and the Lakers seeing how things can kind of play out here with Russ and AD and LeBron hopefully getting on the same page. And, and then the Lakers kind of moving forward that way. Speaking of Talon Horton Tucker, he has apparently tested positive for covid and, you know, first and foremost with this stuff, you always just, the top priority here is making sure that he is okay and everybody around him is okay. COVID is terrifying. My uh, brother-in-law had it, my sister-in-law had it, my niece had it, and, and uh, you know, the, the whole week or so that they were dealing with it, our household was a wreck. We were really scared uh, by how all that went down, and, you know, that was the best outcome that we could have hoped for. Everybody made it through it. uh, And, and, you know, everybody over there is now vaccinated and we can all kind of move forward. Uh, That is not obviously the case for all kinds of families out there. I know, I know my wife, uh, she's a a pediatric physical therapist and one of her kids, uh, dads just recently passed away with it. And you know, that family is, is never going to be the same. So first and foremost here, uh, you hope that Talon is okay. Uh, hopefully his symptoms are, are manageable and that everybody around him uh, is, is able to kind of keep their distance and be uh, as safe as possible given this situation. Uh, the next thing after that, you have to be a little uh, kind of, you kind of have to you know, be thankful for that the Lakers caught this before he hopped on a flight to Dallas. Uh, now, they did shut down practice And we are still waiting to see who else might kind of test positive over the next few days. There is an incubation period here. Uh, So, you know, we have to continue to see how that's going to play out. Uh, But as it stands right now, the Lakers were able to catch this before he would be inside a plane in close proximity with any number of teammates, staffers, coaches, etc. So... I'm glad they, they got that uh, and, and took care of it like that. Uh, and, you know, it, it it is directly comparable to, say, the Rams who had OBJ test positive after he flew with everybody, and now they are in intensive protocols to make sure and try to manage that situation. So, uh, again, of the potential outcomes here, this seems to be potentially one of one of the better ones, but given this variant where it, it apparently is more uh, contagious than, than uh, previous variants, uh, you you just gotta continue to 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 be smart and 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 stay focused on keeping everybody as safe as possible, so that the Lakers can avoid one of these kind of mass breakouts that you're seeing in Chicago. Remember, the Lakers' next game against Chicago is postponed all of four hours. Way to go, Adam Silver, on that front. Uh, that that game has been suspended or postponed. Uh, I know Brooklyn is facing a mass breakout. We've seen other mass breakouts uh, around the league to this point. And so the uh, Lakers are, are hoping to avoid that. And, and, you know, fingers crossed that that, that winds up being the case. And I know you're wondering, hey, LeBron was able to get out of this thing in a couple days. Look, that was a false positive. He tested and, and at the time apparently had a, a positive come up and then a couple negatives come up or at least one negative come up at the time of his initial uh, positive testing. Uh, he was then asymptomatic and continued to test and return multiple negative tests over a 24-hour period and was able to move forward that way. Uh, as it stands right now, Given the information that we have about the situation right now, that doesn't appear to be the case where uh, we haven't heard that Talon is uh, asymptomatic and we haven't heard uh, the number of tests that he initially uh, brought back and how many of those were negative versus positive and all of that. So uh, this is an apples to oranges uh, situation here with Talon versus LeBron in that it very clearly appeared that that was an initial false positive and the Lakers followed protocols to ensure that it was and, and, and to confirm that it was a false positive. Maybe that's how this is. This is how a tailing situation plays out. I certainly hope so because at the end of the day, you don't want somebody to catch this thing. Um, but, but if not, then again, you know, like I just said a second ago, everybody just has to be smart and hopefully get out of this as unscathed as possible. Real quick note, the Lakers do play the Dallas Mavericks tonight. The Mavericks have already listed Luka out for that game, so I certainly hope that the Lakers continue to take that game seriously. We saw what happened against the Memphis Grizzlies. Don't want that to happen again. Anthony Davis is now considered questionable with his uh, knee soreness. Uh, Again, keep an eye on that. Uh, but at least the upgrade to questionable here for Davis seems to be a step in the right direction. And, you know, you would think that the Lakers should be able to beat the Dallas Mavericks without AD, uh, seeing as they don't have Luka Doncic. But you know what? Given the way that the season has gone, can't really take anybody for granted. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. I want you to to pay attention to a couple things. Harrison has been writing his butt off given all of the Harrison and Jacob and the rest of the crew at Silver Screen and Roll have been riding their butts off, uh, covering all of these trade rumors, uh, even though they're happening before any of these guys can actually get traded. Uh, but, but still, the, Lake, the, the, the Silver Screen and Roll crew are, are, are handling all of that. So you'll want to read all of that at silverscreenandroll.com. And then on this feed, I had a really fun conversation with George Sedano of ESPN. That is on this week's Anthony Irwin Show, so you're going to want to check that out as well. Until tonight, uh, when I host the Pressure Cooker, I'm Anthony Irwin. Saying, have a good one.